You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. What's going on, y'all? I'm really over here. <laughs> I'm And this is Factors TV. This yeah. is episode 31. 31, man. Conversation just 31. Told us. You know what I'm saying? This is a news you can use, as always, with our point of view. Welcome back. Thank you for all the support, man. Converge Media is home. Black Media does matter, man. Shout out us Emmy boys and Emmy girls Emmy of the boys. network. Emmy gang, Converge. You're just getting started. It's going to get bigger, man. How you feeling? How you been doing? I'm good, man. Feeling refreshed, energized, back. Uh... Happy belated birthday to my mom last week. We didn't, we didn't make it last week because we had to celebrate mom. So, you know, um, just been chilling, man. I'm chewing on gum right now. It's against the law. It's against the rules in here, man. What are you doing? Because I go hard. Man, spit that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're busy. But now, nah, man, how you doing, man? Oh, uh, man, I'm doing good, man. I had a good weekend, you know, took little mama shopping, went to the movies, just have, have fun with the kids. Uh course when you're with the kids everybody calling you it's jumping outside but you know you just gotta take care hey. of them. make sure a little one oh man you know how it goes man you ain't doing nothing everybody's busy no nobody's on nothing as soon as you're busy it's turn <laughs> up out. let's turn up so i ain't doing that i'm just laying down no nah, i chilled out man i ain't do much man just uh relax man i was watching you with your puppies too man them, them little joints as big as hell yeah they're for sale too for the high like, <laughs> no nah, um, nah, I'm, nah, I'm joking no nah, it's been beautiful uh my girl, seven, September 1st, gave birth to three puppies, um, healthy girls. It's been a journey. They're big and beautiful. It's dope. Life's gratifying. It's gratifying. No, know? I told you, man, as a black black man and breeding those the high-end dogs, man, it's dope for me to see what you're doing, man, especially. It's like you had someone who unfortunately uh, didn't even know you, but their dog passed away after a C-section and basically hit you up like, hey, man, I know you produce great dogs. You know, can you basically whelp, which means to milk and take care yeah, of 24 hours, dogs. Yeah. two weeks. That's just crazy for someone to not know you and hit you up like, hey, I heard you the shit. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, it's it's it's, it's a industry, just like any other industry, you know. Um, so we were friends on Facebook from, from a Frenchie group. So she hit me up and told me what happened. And uh, yeah, she lost her dog after a C-section, but the pups were alive. So she brought her pups over and my girl uh, been... You know, nurse them back to health and feeding them. That's she, what's up. You know, she's the truth. That's what's up, man. That's dope, man. You know, other than that, what's been going on, man? What we talk about uh, in this news, man? What's going on? Your boy Donald Trump. Man, Big T. I miss Big, Big T, T, man. Yeah, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> if we talking about business, not not the morals and the social. Uh, if we talking about some me, business. Tell me about the money. Man, Big T put that money in the street, man. Where that bag at, nah, Big, Big T? T put, I don't care what nobody say. Black people have lived through everything. Every presidential campaign, everything. Donald Trump put that money in the street. Through every situation, huh? <laughs> I can't stand by it, man. We've been broke this whole after <laughs> post-pandemic. Um, but I've been sleep since nah, again. Um, but uh, Letitia James is suing um, Donald Trump, really the whole family, because they because they could have just said the Trump. They said Donald, Eric, <laughs> Ivanka, like yeah, yeah, everybody, um, for two hundred fifty million for allegations of fraud. So, you know, even if it's full of air, it's just fun to see, you know, like, because he got money. Everybody got money, don't even get touched. So. But something that high, you know, is going to come down to 
a settlement. You know what I'm saying? She obviously one point two million dollars will be distributed <laughs> to children's hospitals across the country. They just went to um going through the papers and stuff. You know, he had that 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 probe and they went through all of the information and hidden papers. So I believe this is information coming from you know that timing. But if she if she wins, you know, she's gonna win something. It's a time for people to sue. A lot of people are getting sued right now, man. Like, I guess it's a recession and everybody's getting money out of the lawsuits. I'm looking for one. <laughs> you got a class action? <laughs> Hook a play up. Try to stop this generation of wealth. You heard me. You know what I'm saying? But one thing about Donald Trump, he's a cold cat. I believe he did he bury his ex-wife on his ground to avoid taxes. To avoid taxes. Because he has a cemetery. He's a cold pimp. He has a cemetery, he man. Here. I'm putting it right here. So his house is paid for. His house is uh you don't have to pay no taxes on it. Cause it's a cemetery now, man. He's a businessman. That's what I'm saying. Big T for president, man. Back in all, man. We need the money. You know what I'm saying? We the, the pandemic. Bring back the pandemic. You know? Uh, yeah, that, that's crazy, man. I'm um not into too many politics, but I love when things come up with uh, former presidents. They get to see who they really are. You know, you got to carry yourself a certain way in life up until a certain point, and then become president. Do your handle your scandal, and then. <laughs> You know, that's what I think understands. I don't know how much they make now, but I mean, at one point, the president made like 400000 a year or something. They're broke <laughs> compared to everybody they're around. Yeah. They're trying to eat. Yeah, trying to eat, son. That bush oil money, you know? Hey, man, they need to slice some at this way. <laughs> for <laughs> real, for real. Watch the state marijuana money. That's what we need. Man. Um, What's going on? Um, Seattle schools resumed. Um, school after the teacher were on strike for a while. Um, kids got back to school. And, you know, I coach football, a couple of parents, well, all the parents were really elated, but some were unhappy because they feel like it's going to happen, you know, every year, you know, they're not going to like something, they're going to protest. And it really, some parents need it for really childcare while they're at work or, you know, just the kids to have some, you know, extracurricular activities. So, well, um, I've seen a lot of people, you know, we have a lot of friends on social media and I've seen a lot of people that were upset with what the kids weren't doing. You know, you went back to school just to sit in class. Like, literally, for the first week, all I heard was parents saying their kids were coming home saying, we weren't doing this or doing Damn, that. Damn, my son didn't have homework for the longest. Yeah, my, my, my daughters are young, so, you know, they don't really have a heavy load of homework. But, you know, they were still saying they were just, like, preparing stations. They were cleaning up things. And it's just stuff that you really wouldn't expect starting school out. Because whenever we started school being younger, man, it was like as soon as you got in school, you hit the ground running and you have to basically jump into what you was doing last year. It was a continuation. So it was like now with them being unsettled about what the teachers want and what they expect, I don't expect it to be a very, very academic year. I don't expect it to be full. I, I don't. They're not motivated. You have to motivate the instructors, motivate the teachers. You have to. You're not and motivated. I, I think this one, I'm not even going to quote it, but this was more about uh, this was uh uh, more about, you know, I think they said the culture of the classrooms and the relationship between administration and authorities or something. It was more than just money. But my thing is, you know, it's always ha have money included in it. Why are we paying the people who are supposed to shape the future, you know, and shape the young minds? It's like you want them to go to school disgruntled over bills. Or it's, it's just weird. You know, this is really what I base, base our future on. And we're not even, you know, preparing or willing to pay for them. We're like, you know, just teach these kids. I think the average salary of a teacher here was 21 bucks when I looked it up or something. And you could go to the warehouse and get 25. Man, like get 25 with the slinging yeah. boxes, man. It's, it's crazy. I've always voted for teachers getting things they need. And this one was more about the programs that help the special needs and the kids who are basically and, you know, not I won't say bad kids, but bad kids, you know what I'm saying? So it was programs to help create other classrooms, other situations, you know, to put kids and give them the attention they need. 
So that's what more of this money was about. People think it's just about teacher pay. They want pay, but they also want the ability to pay teachers to split these classrooms up, to give kids the attention they need or deserve, special needs or just special behavior, you know, whatever it is. So um, I hope they reach some type of agreement that will keep it going smooth for a couple of years. But Seattle strikes every year. Um, you don't see Ritten striking too much, Bellevue, uh, Kent, but you, Seattle guarantees they have one strike. They always have a strike. The last one was like 2016, um, 2015, 2016. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's going to happen more often just due to the fact that I don't believe that it was a real agreement reached. I think it was just things that kind of got to a point of where you're going to lose your job. You know, it's either, you know, you work or you don't get paid, you know, type of thing. Yeah, because it's like overnight, it's like, okay, they made an agreement. Even though lawyers and stuff do be in talks, it's just like, I don't think you guys are really happy. You know what I'm saying? But we'll see. Um, I'm, I'm hoping we could come to somewhere the teachers get paid what they should get paid because all the parents should know from the pandemic, that is not an easy job to deal with your own kids, let alone somebody else's, 20 to 30 of them, you know? Insane. So... Um, I seen I seen the thing about um Robert Sarver. Sarver. What happened with that? I ain't... um the the owners, the majority owner of the Phoenix Suns and the Phoenix Mercury, the NBA and WNBA basketball teams, um basically uh, allegations of being racist, um remarks that that were given statements that were given emails that were given texts that were given talking about people of color, um talking about women and sexualizing women and uh, yeah, I, was, I, being I saw one thing where he was whether talking about he was speaking on somebody in the showers or something i don't know if it was the men's name or woman's it was name. it well that one was the men's and i can't exactly give it a quote so i won't but it was basically a situation someone was in the shower and talked about the person's sexual parts or you know being in the shower and stuff but it's the men's locker room you know but there was other things where they're saying he is being uh racist he's been sexist and basically it's all come to light so the minority owners of the phoenix suns and uh, phoenix mercury basically voted to have him resign but he's so cold he's like resign I'm selling everything f all you guys and he has the ability to he is a majority owner so he's gonna he's starting the process of selling the phoenix suns and the mercury now the thing is everyone is screaming vegas or seattle but it's a package deal so you have to buy the the WNBA team as well. So hopefully they can work something out where that's not the case. But it is a process they're starting, man. So whoever gets that team, they'll be very lucky. But they're going to lead the Phoenix Suns. He's going to he, he's not going to be like um, Donald Sterling was with the Clippers, where he just pass off ownership, sell it, take a you know take a loss. He he's going to wipe the whole slate clean. Everybody's going to have to sell. So he's starting the process now, of selling both teams and not looking back. He already released a statement. It's not up in the air. He's stepping down. No, yeah, I don't think we'll get the Suns, but I think we'll get a team. But I don't think it'll be the Suns. But if it is, who knows? You know how things work behind closed doors. You know, they'll pop out with, you know, a proposal or something new. So I hope we get a team. Don't think it'll be the Suns. Um, I mean, though Donald Sterling and Robert Sarver, I mean, it's, there's probably 10, 12 more of those. Well, yeah, there's, there's 10, know, 12 more of those in NBA owning, you know, um, being racist, uh, treating us like good old boys. You know, the money changes uh, gen uh, generations. It helps uh, people's families become, you know, if not middle class, upper class. But at the same time, it is a simulation of slavery. It is uh, something that's close to it. And um, people just want to just do is kind of it's kind of overdue. These things happen a lot. There's people who've bitten the bullet and who've taken losses and been blackballed for 
bringing to light certain things like this from owners and from coaches. So, you know, just like with uh, the Miami Dolphins situation where they went in the tank, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, the coach. The, and the, 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 the organization, uh, organization in recent times has always been bigger than the individual. And um, when you have somebody representing, you have to support them. In recent times, you've seen that the organization has been out and whoever's been their leader, they don't care who it is because they can swap the face, but they're not going to swap their terms or their mission statement. Yeah, just don't be Russell Wilson. <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, um, man, your boy, man. Um, long live PNB. PNB Rock. Um, I was a fan of his writing. You know, yeah, no, he's a great writer. Yeah, and if it, no one knows, he was you know an artist, composer, writer, producer, and um, he's done collaborations with a whole bunch of people. But he was from Philly, I believe. Yeah, and he passed away in L.A. Uh, he was robbed and shot at um. Roscoe's, Roscoe's chicken, chicken and waffles. I think it was in Manchester, uh, East East LA, which yeah. is not a pretty site. It's not a, it's not a tourist attraction. He's thirty years old. He was accompanied by his wife, well, his girlfriend and his daughter. Um, but uh, it's a mismove in my book, and I hate that for him. You know what I'm saying? Especially with the climate and what's going on. Um, LA is a place where people get robbed every day, and then also you got on two hundred fifty thousand dollars in jewelry driving a two hundred fifty thousand dollar car. Going to Roscoe's with no security. Half a million on the street. And, and and they're hungry. And they're hungry. And there's wolves outside. And people don't people don't really understand that. And um I I I hate talking like this because you know, you never know how you feel when you have everything. You know? When you feel like you have everything, you feel like you can move as you want to, but when you're a king on the chessboard, you gotta move right. And I just I believe, you know, it's a mismove. A lot of people are saying it's because his girl was dropping it's locations. Not. And I'm gonna say this. She should want more of a private life, especially going to Roscoe's. But if I'm the man, I'm not as, going as to Roscoe's. Man. We're going to Nobu or Malibu or something. I'm not going to Roscoe's or I got security. Or as a man, if you're leading your woman, you're telling her, don't post shit until we get up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's my thing. I believe if if, if somebody in the streets makes 100000 you should move different. So if you make a million in the, in the music industry or more, you should definitely move different. For sure. And wanting to be so cool to be in the hood where nobody, where your net worth is triple everybody around you, quadruple, 10 times, you know, everybody around you. It makes no sense. You have to move smarter. And at some point, it's sad, it's tragic. I hate we're like this, but life is a game of adjustments, you know? Like, and if you're going to move around like that, you have to be smart. Look at Takashi 6 9 I'm not saying go down his career, his rap career, but when he's outside, he shamelessly has 12 big bodyguards. Shamelessly. You know, <laughs> it's no shame. You know, rappers, you know, they have this thing where they want to be macho. You know, I can't be touched. I don't need nobody. And they'll knock down. You know what I'm saying? And I seen people online, you know, preaching and saying, oh, you know, well, tell people to stop robbing people and killing people. Yeah, that sounds great. But we're in a world where That's you have to protect yourself. Of time. You have to protect yourself in this world. And you know that. Like, we want the fairy tales. We want the... I'll treat you as you treat me and all is equal and love is love. But at the end of the day, there are thieves. There are robbers. There are people who are looking to get you for what you got because they can't work for it or hustle it. You know, so um, people like that, it kind of comes off air, airheads to me because that's not the world. You're not living in the real world to say, just stop killing. Just stop robbing. We're not preaching that for people to do that, but it happens. So that's why as a man and a woman having something, you have to guard yourself. You have to make sure that you're protecting what you have because there are people out there who are living just to take it. Man, what do you say on Friday after next? 
Got my money and I was gone. <laughs> what? You see, nope. Less than hood. I was gone. But yeah, we're gonna take a break real quick, man. Long live P and B, man. Long live. The music live on, man. He owned all his masters, by the way. Yeah, so so know, he's gonna his his music, get all his money. He had his business in order. So long live you, man. Keep your thing on you and protect yourself, man. Protect your neck. Man. I brought mine in here because people been hating since we won the Emmy. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> Baseball is a beautiful game, especially when played in community. Earlier this summer, Baseball Beyond Borders took a powerful, eye-opening journey through the heart of the South, which included baseball, civil rights, and reconciliation. Our Young Kings hosted a baseball clinic at Jackson State University in Jackson, Mississippi, and hit the road to Montgomery, Alabama, by way of the historic Edmund Pettus Bridge, to visit the Equal Justice Initiative Museum and Memorial all in an effort to ground our kings in their history and find serenity in the sport they love to preserve the cultural legacy. Join Baseball Beyond Borders on September 27th for the premiere of our film, Reconciliation Tour, at T-Mobile Park's Alice Pavilion from 3 to 5 p.m. Hear from those on the front line as well as special guests as we elevate our promise to bring healing through play. For tickets or to donate, visit BaseballBeyond.org or check our social media platforms. And we back at it like a crack at it Shout with bad habits. for counting us down because I'll be lost. Man, you still are lost, dog. What's right going now. on? Hey, uh, you're, uh, you're big white you're nothing, man. <laughs> you Your father-in-law, Brett Farm, <laughs> is in the news because he's stealing money. And the thing is, I don't care what you know, people want to well, it was for his daughter's school, it was for his and that. He stole five million dollars in the NFL news sources that I'm making a peep. But everybody else, Clinton Portis had that uh healthcare fraud case with a couple of other players, and boy, ESPN covered the rest to the trial. Even all the NBA players that got caught up in that medical uh fraud scam that were taking, you know, doing the injury thing, getting paid for it. But you know what I'm saying? Like you said, there's not enough noise being made. He stole five million from a program for the undeserving, basically the underprivileged. He stole five million dollars to help build your daughter's stadium, your daughter's school stadium. Come on, man! There's not enough noise being made. It truly isn't. You know what I'm saying? If we think about so many black people who've been in sports or been figures in sports who have come down in the middle or around scams or things that's happened, it's been highlighted. It's been celebrated. They've, you know, condoned, they haven't condoned them. They shunned them. They've lost deals, lost millions, and been embarrassed in front of a community that they once had love with and love for. And nothing, I, I'm talking about the first time I heard about it was literally on a podcast that I watched. And it was, it was another ex-NFL player talking about it. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't even about the news, ESPN, sports, and it wasn't about nobody who's here today, even CNN. That's major, $5 million from an organization that's supposed to help uh, underprivileged people in Mississippi. And, and my thing is, people always say, don't pull the race card. And at some point, at some point, at one of these instances, you have to say, you know, it has a little bit to do with that. Because, like you just said, name numerous events where they've been spoken about, it's been highlighted, magnified in the news. But Brett Favre stole stole five. He, he stole a hundred thousand, ten thousand. He stole five million dollars. And in the news world, like they're they're just reporting stats, games, you know, numbers, times. They're not reporting anything on it. I'm like, man, that's crazy, you know. And it seems like that when it comes to not only you know the other skinned people, but money too, you know, because Mike Vick funded 
the the ring, the ring, the fine ring. He was boy. You thought he he said Jesus is on fire the way he treated him. He had to pay back a hundred million dollars. People yeah, don't realize how did. hard that is to do, and then get another. Then you earn and deserve another check. But that's why we have these problems with feeling like we have to compare race to things because we can see the treatment from your skin color to another. You know, um, Brett Favre is white. He's considered one of the white great people. You know, legendary quarterback in the NFL, ten year career, all that. You know what I'm saying? But he ran a scam and a scheme to get five million from a program to go towards building a stadium. So just imagine the people who exploited that, what they're going through or how they feel. Um, it's definitely something that, that that needs to be spoken of and highlighted on ESPN like they did Mike Vick in the bottom line. You know what I'm saying? Like they did uh, Perkins in the bottom line. You know what I'm saying? They did so many athletes wrong and so many people wrong in that bottom line and news alerts and updates. Why, why isn't it happening to Brett Favre? And this is a major issue, especially in a time where people need real resource. People who are underprivileged need the help. And you're taking five million from their programs to give towards a new stadium for your daughter's school. That That is just, that's crazy to me. Free gunner. <laughs> you don't want free thugger either? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. They got some stuff on him. Gunner's man. really a demon. I mean, uh, thugger's really a demon, you know, but Gunner, he's the one makes some music. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just this past week, weekend, Mayor Seattle Mayor Bruce Harrell signed a bill uh, that supposed to give blacks, for one, more access. There is, is excuse me, the wording is it's supposed to lower the barrier for blacks to get into the marijuana industry, which sounds like BS to me. We'll see what comes, you know, of it. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm like. We need money. We need resources. We need programs to get us buildings, licenses. Don't lower. The we need barrier. inclusion, not exclusion. You guys left us out the first time around. And how did every other state, red state or blue state, figure a way to work in ex felons, or either families of people who've been or blacks period being combated blacks period because we've been targeted the most over all the years of marijuana laws have been around. We've been targeted the most and the highest. But how don't how didn't Washington State come with off top a program for you become seed to sell or a merchandiser or a grower, anything that has to do with the marijuana industry. Why wasn't their program at first? Why are you doubling back? And when you're doubling back, man, what we're doing is seeing the trickle effect was already happened. There's not going to be too many spaces out there. There's laws saying you can have one in so many yards of a bus stop, so many yards of a school or daycare. So you mean to tell me you're going to reissue these licenses and, and all these places going to have to be if not permits cleared, you're going to have to change laws because you guys already did one run. You already did a launch. You know what I mean? There are people who are doctors and lawyers. Yeah. yeah, the doctors and lawyers were the ones who got all the information at first. You know what I'm saying? They, if you had a license already, the only, reason, only way you got the information. So now you're redoing it with people who are established already in the industry, trying to tell newcomers, we'll give you a million dollars and this and that, but where they're going to be able to plant their, their seed, not in the neighborhoods they were uh, restricted from, that they were arrested in, that they caught their crime, uh, caught their charges in. You know, it's just, it's really, it makes me mad. I'm really driven on this topic because we're, we are. It's my family and lineage. Yeah. That's why I tell people. <laughs> no, I, I tell people all the time. My generational wealth was taken because this was, you know, this was you it's know, illegal. Legal. You know what I'm everybody saying? Everybody in our family, growers. And that's my so issue. That. They're saying it's supposed to combat and um, uh, pinpoint some things in the past that harmed us from growing as a people. What can you really do? The justices, the time, the deaths, the raids, the property losses, the you know asset losses, the money spent on lawyers, the money you know all that combined is already added up. So what are we you know what are you going back there for? Let's talk about now. We need to put money in these families' hands. We need to put opportunity. Like we need 
saying, hey, you can come sell, like, give us a give us a Columbia Plaza to sell our weed at on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. You know, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, give us real solutions. Don't say, like, you know, we're going to lower the barrier. So I don't need 600,000 licenses. I just need 120. Yeah, I don't you know? need 600,000. I need 120. But guess what? That 120 is not around because we didn't have the generational wealth to start from it. what was restricted and taken from us. So um, we're going to follow this heavily and um, also do our own special on it because we was already working on one before they changed their mind. Shout out to Key Porter, too. Shout out to um, Key. Shout out to Key. She's definitely always been on it, and she hit me and bro up with opportunities. But we also are a victim of these laws and people losing time. Um, us ourselves going through uh, uh, problems in the court system due to marijuana possession or intent to sell, things like that. You know, back when it was really something that Washington State Brown was wasting a lot, but they were wasting a lot of money on it. Arrest. The same people who used to look at me like scum is in line, you know? Yeah. Like, you got Terps? Yeah, you got Terps, bro. You got, you got the <laughs> hybrids, bro. Nah, it's bro. It pisses me off. It's man. You know what I'm we saying? We were disenfranchised from many standpoints. You know what I'm saying? We didn't. We could have started businesses, you know, we could have funded ourselves like we were doing. Dispensaries ain't nothing but legal trash spots. Men were taking care of their families through that, you know what I'm saying? Booming and bucking. So you I know. had a trash spot too, man. Me and bro, we had a nice little trash spot, man. Uh it was an illegal dispensary, but we made it work, man, within Washington State guidelines. Nah, yeah, we uh, <laughs> uh, we actually been through it. Yeah. So shout out to the SPD. Yeah, man. Give us our money in our legal location. I've already helped you guys on the market, man, in the black market with Man, <laughs> under the part market taxes. When I was, what I was at school, I was going to Everest. You know the dude who's on the, saying you're on the couch not doing it with your life. The woman I went to Everest. You know they they encouraged me. It's like, nah, uh, but I got pulled over and I had like a point five, and then I had to really go like to court and jail. You know, written jail is like a two cell jail saloon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, it's, it, bro. I could, I could. This is sage. I get a city hall you know, 4.5. Man, <laughs> terrible news. So give me my money back. Man, yeah, give us opportunity. With interest. But we're going to follow that story, man. I'm trying to tell you, we're going to be all over it because, man, bro, like I said, our family uh, history has a lot to do with it. And being Washington State, we've been affected a lot because not only the laws they made, but the opportunities we didn't have and the opportunities we weren't given. So we're going to follow more on that. Um, last but not least, I want to bring light to the Airy Spears situation with really? Tiffany Haddish. That lawsuit was dropped because the person said they got past it. That means money was spent in the background. Confidentiality papers were signed. You're messing up money. You're messing up my money. I Man, take this 10 to $20 million. So that's what I'm going to say. That we didn't speak on it too much earlier because I was disgusted with it. It was a skit that was uh, inappropriate at any age, any angle, any kind of morality or social. Um, whatever you think is right is wrong. Um, literally, they just said the the person uh, pursuing the lawsuit said that it was behind them now. They were all behind it. So you know what that means. Ain't too much to say on that. Well, they used to call me African booty scratcher. <laughs> and I have recurring effects as an adult from being bullied. I'm not. So if you can donate to my cause, because I'm raising young black kings now. What's your, uh, what's your cash app? Little Homies Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> the Little Homies Foundation, man. Help us out, man. Help me out. No, I want to give a shout out to, um, before we get out here, Garford High School football team. They're going to tear 3-0. Uh, some of the best players in the country. You know what I'm saying? Some of the best coaches going on. Garford High School, one of the best high schools ever. You know, you should have been. Deontay, no, he woke up to that. To that. <laughs> hey, man, hallelujah. Shout out to the Huskies, too. 
Like man, right Hustle's now, 3-0 going crazy, man. Yeah, uh, they just beat ranked Michigan, Michigan Spartans uh, to become ranked 18th. They weren't ranked nationally. Now they're 18th in AP polls. Um, I think they are 17th on the ESPN poll, but they are definitely uh, ranked now. Shout out to the Huskies. Shout out to the Bulldogs. Um, Seahawks, we got our Super Bowl win. Uh, the Broncos, that was our Super Bowl win. Then we just lost, so. Expect more ass whoopings, but you know what? We beat Russell Wilson. That's all that matters. Okay, his homecoming was trash. He got beat. He got booed. And people talking about he gave ten years. Football is a what are you doing for me now business? And what he wants to do? Cheer on the opposing quarterback? Uh, come in and beat us? No. E A D. Eat up. Oh God. <laughs> Anything else, man? Um, oh, shout out to Cuddy for always being here. He ain't gotta be here, but you know he deals with us. Who freaky ass Kurt? <laughs> they don't know his real name. <laughs> Look, he's yeah. about, he had he's a, a laugh. He's about to edit head. that out. I, mean, I got to go back when he's going to leave get that out of there. Now, uh, I just want to shout out Converge, making major moves in, uh, in Seattle where black media Welcome, Nate Jackson. Um, oh, Nate Jackson, too. Nate Jackson just joined the family. Shout out, Nate, man. Welcome to the family, man. I know you got a lot to bring to the table. Um, welcome to the uh, – really, the, I say, like I was going to say before you said that, the biggest – I mean, there's nobody doing black media like Converge in Seattle. The new no limit. At all, so – Got to deal with Deontay and Nate now. Yeah, welcome to the new No Limit. Um, uh, shout out Phil Jackson for making another great move, Big O. Um, that's gonna be great for us. That's gonna be great for not even just the the the, the platform, but Seattle and Tacoma bridging the gap because Nate is definitely a Tacoma legend who definitely spreads love and comes to Seattle. So welcome to the fan band. All right, y'all. This is Vi. This is really episode thirty-one, man. Thank you for the support. See you next week. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.